0: It's all the large, it's all the large It's all Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Yesterday uh, change my mind. Uh, now i see you as one of a kind.
1: Uh, how I really be you, how I really need you. Uh, Hope you feel the same way. Too. And we're doing this right now. Here it is. Hey.
2: Girl, hey, Uh, this, uh, what is this? This is uh, the It's About Us podcast. This is a more about us episode, which means uh, you're getting some, we'll call it premium content of uh, of your girls, (laughs) your girls, Ray and Maria, uh, just really sharing themselves uh, with the support of our wonderful producer, Mr. Jimothy Search over here on the ones and twos and threes and fours, you know, just depending. Uh, So why don't you go ahead and welcome yourself, Ray.
0: Hi, I'm Ray. Ray Sonny uh, you can find me on Twitter R-A-E-S-A-N-N-I and you can find me at eh, raisealright.tumblr.com E-H raysalright. um and tell them about your show you got coming up oh yeah on October we're not releasing this before oh There's shit
2: a- well you'll have another one out It's is it monthly
0: it's monthly so the first Tuesday look out for Tuesday, the November for the first Tuesday of every month at Fontana's Bar and Grill it'll be a stand-up show with, in Brooklyn in no North- oh, sorry not in Brooklyn in Manhattan right? Um being hosted by me and Alice English. Who's so that'll be Canadian. November
2: third, eight right. PM at Fontana's bar. You can see Loudmouth with Alex English and Ray Sani and their super dope lineup that definitely includes me and Jim, no pressure.
0: Yeah. So-
1: <laughs> no big deal, don't worry about it. It's fine on free, so just so you know that that I can
2: I'll be available. Right. Thanks for asking, Ray. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, totally
1: ready to so- go. Great.
2: Um, you can uh, you can email us and we'll read them on air. uh The questions and thoughts that you have for us, unless they're super negative, and then maybe we'll just take a shit on your head and then move on. But uh, it's about us podcast at gmail.com You can like our Facebook page. It's about us with uh, Ray Sonny, and Maria Heinig. Mm-hmm. You can tweet at us at it's about us pod. Uh, you can tweet at us individually. Maria Heinig M A R I A H E I N as in Nigeria E G G. Second time I did it today, so Ray is a little nonplussed with that. Oh yeah. As at this point and is in non-plus Good use of non thank you Good. um and sorry i was just swallowing these advils uh sorry surfing the crimson wave real hard Why right do, now every
0: time we do a more about us podcast like one of us is bleeding and really unhappy about because it.
2: we're on opposite schedules we'll sync up eventually but Ugh. right now we're trying to cover out the month with sadness you take <laughs> half the month i take the other half that's how it works Periods aren't supposed to be two weeks, but you know what, guys? We're just crazy women with crazy – you guys want to hear all about it. I should have the red mic. Anyway, so <laughs> um, I'm just – Jim is grossed out. Yeah. Jim, 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 come sop up my problems. Um, yeah. Can I have a sip of that Sprite? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank um, you. Our website is it'saboutuspodcast.com. We got a donate button on there. You're welcome. That's right. Stroke it out, girl. Do it for us. Boy, girl, get your dick out. Oh, yeah. If you got a small dick, you probably haven't donated to us. (laughs) If you got some big areolas, you probably haven't donated to us. And if you want to reverse those problems, you got to donate to us. Donate. Donate.
1: Put some money in the pot, man.
2: Along with subscribing on either iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or all three, if that's your jam. We like people that like to, you know, just get all their bases covered and get all our bases covered. Listen
1: to the episodes three times in a row.
2: That's right. We're into that. But more than anything, evangelize for us. Let the world know that this is the podcast that they should be listening to. Mm -hmm. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbor's dog. You know what I mean? Like, tell your (laughs) preacher. Like, just whoever. Uh, But don't tell any of our family members, because they will be very upset if they listen. Except for my cousin. Shout out to my uh, cousin, Alex, who definitely listens to this. We're, I think we're gonna have um, we're gonna have her boyfriend on, who's this really cool dude, Abby Hassan, who's like uh, he does a bunch of like protest stuff. He's like a, a hippie attorney, and he's super funny and kind of sounds like Nick Turner, which is very bizarre. Uh, like when they listened to the episode, a bunch of people in my cousin's Thought friend of. group were like, "It sounds like Abby on that episode." Like they were totally blown away by it. It oh, was really? utterly yeah. bizarre. He's so he's like crack. I mean, my cousin is funny too, and we can have her on, but like he just cracks me up and he knows a lot of stuff about black lives matter and like has been arrested for protesting and oh God, he's like, he like when, when he came to our family reunion and all of our like super learned, like my dad side of the family, like uncles and aunts were like, blow, he just fucking knows everything about everything. It's super rude. It's just like, get the fuck out of here. You smart ass dude. I wow. hate it. Sorry that I went on that rant about that, but whatever. He can listen to it and be like, I'm great. Um, <laughs> yeah, now I'm he wonderful. has to download the podcast. <laughs> Anyway, so we're going to open up. Uh, we're going to just really open ourselves up. Wait, and, wait. Uh, Jim
0: has to introduce himself. Oh, sorry, sorry.
2: Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Jim. Fuck you. <laughs> uh,
1: well, yeah, pretty much. I can just eat a bag. Uh, hey, I'm Jim. Eat Jim a bag. Search. I am the producer of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me at jimsearchcomedy.com. You can also go find me on Twitter at jimsearch. And if you want to uh, hit me up on Facebook, that's cool, too. Instagram oh yeah on instagram uh i'm at uh jim search on instagram too because i'm not creative like that i just if you want well, you want me, people find to
2: find, find you you don't need to be creative well
1: you know some people are like you know like i'm gonna
2: find you
1: well <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna find your ass Where
2: well, um, your grandma must stay Love <laughs> yeah. oh, that kendrick song <laughs> i love that
1: um but yeah like some people have like you know like Purple bubblegum or whatever the fuck their name is, but I'm yeah I'm just Jim Search. Purple bubblegum. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I, I post I post pictures. I like Instagram. Instagram is fun. Yeah, uh, because me too. I'll find like just. I have
2: a love hate relationship with it. Uh,
1: I uh, I mean it's a time thief for me in some oh, instances. Yeah. A, where a like,
2: K-hole of Instagram can go on for like three hours. Yeah. I'll. I accidentally liked this picture of my friends like husbands friends Instagram when I was like stalking to see if her sister was dating this like if they were doing like one of those things where it's like my brother is going to date your sister and and your brother's going to date my sister like you know where they're mm. like and then we'll have the perfect like couples night out every time and Ugh. I liked this super old picture like by mistake and I was like oh God and like if they click on me they're gonna be like who the the fuck is that yeah, what's, no the, what's
1: the timeline on being able to like someone's picture like because you can't go back too far I think right? it just
2: depends on how you have it like it with them you know what I mean like if you have it like that like there's people that I like I go back it like and like want to raise pictures from a million years ago and not be embarrassed because it's like fuck okay. it, she's my friend but if it's someone that I'm trying to have sex with or someone that doesn't know me then I just look like a creep you
1: right know? that's what I'm yeah I mean. one
2: time oh I did this to Clark and he was so mad at me he was looking at this like Old picture of this chick that he like had just started talking to, and I liked it when he showed me the picture, and I didn't realize how I thought he was showing me something that had just come up on his feed. Like I didn't know how like trifling I was being, like mischievous, and he was like, "I can't believe you just did that!" And he like was so pissed. but I kind of like loved that he was pissed. Like I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Because all I was doing was getting in the way of like him, you know, like getting a chance to have sex with some chick. Like it wasn't like, oh, this is the love of my life, and you ruined this by liking her old Instagram picture. <laughs> but yes. I do like that that could potentially be a thing. That you're like, oh, who do you know? Who are your regrets? Like in the long term, and you're like, oh, this this one woman, she was so wonderful, but but my friend Maria liked her Instagram picture was- early 2013, <laughs> and it just all went off the deep yeah. end.
1: And I immediately wrote that person off and, would never, <laughs> and disavowed all knowledge of that person. She
2: can't think of me like that. <laughs>
1: I can't. I can't pursue that ever.
2: Ray, you're being quiet over here. What's up?
0: I don't know anything about Instagram.
1: Nothing oh, on that, the IG. Yeah, you
2: do. You know that you Ruff avoid a, it so that you don't go into the K-holes that we're talking about.
1: Um, But what was, what was I going to say? I uh, I don't know. I lost it. I've had a uh, I've had a couple uh, beers today. That's okay. I don't have shit to do.
2: It's Sunday. It's the Lord's a- Day. That's when you drink beers. Wait, right? this is funny.
0: Jim's drunk and I'm not.
1: That's <laughs> a little role reversal. That's weird. Uh, well, the thing is, you know what it is though? Is that I'm not drunk. Like I. Okay,
0: Jim's drinking and I'm not.
1: There. Well, there. Mm-hmm. Let's just make sure everyone knows. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, now I stayed in Friday night because it was rainy as shit. Right. And what did I... I
0: do Friday night? I was out.
1: That's crazy. It was so. It was aggressive. Oh, it
2: was super rainy. That was when that when all that rain really started. Yeah, it was, I
1: called. I had
0: a show and I was at the creek. Yeah.
1: I call it Vietnam rain because it just came in sideways. Yeah, like, it was really crazy. I don't do that. It was anymore. pretty crazy. So I stayed in and just got like a jump on just doing shit. Like mm-hmm. I just did shit around the did house. Did you feel so good? Yeah, I felt productive. So like Sun, like usually I do all my shit Sunday, but. I woke up at 12, well, that. I woke up at like noon because we were out till like five in the morning. So it was noon, one o'clock, and I was like, "Well, I'm just chill." Hmm. <laughs> All right, let, let me just chill out and finish off the rest of this twelve pack that I got. All right, well, so,
0: feeling good. We're gonna do some stuff on a Sunday. We're gonna get this thing going. We'd like to start with some gratitude. Yes. So yeah, some people wrote us five star reviews and that's all you can that's do. all you can do on our thing on itunes thank on you so itunes much. thank you're welcome. you so much
2: you're welcome when you hear these to keep doing that yeah
0: just- <laughs> so um so we got uh, a five-star review on october 3rd from b sands called unlock the swag <laughs>
2: unlock the swag. <laughs> the swag swag.
0: unlock um absolutely love ray maria exclamation points. so b sands means it heart shape heart shape I first heard of Ray through Black Eye Who Tips. Shout out to Ron and Karen. That's in the post, but also shout out to Rod and Karen. Yeah, When no her time. and Jim and Nayruta were doing the Three of Negroes podcast, Now Defunct, don't pay attention to that one. Pay attention to this one. Then, then <laughs> while, lis- while listening to t- the Black Eye Who Tips recently, Ray and Maria did guest spots after their episode. I was ecstatic to know that you were back to recording. I think she means me. Added Maria and brought Jim back. Shout out to Jim Jam Studios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know Straight out you out th- the
2: Jamptons. hmm. I
0: mm-hmm. know you guys will say the rest. LOL. Oh, jam- t- the Jamptons. The Jimothy was from <laughs> Jamford Stuyvesant. Right. Yeah. Maria's the one who got it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I was going to like the new digs as soon as I heard the race Shremmer, 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 uh, Shremmer on the opening episode. As I, you can see, the credit goes to me for that song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like problematic music as well. Shout out to you. And boy, was I right. Love the show. The guests are great. Keep doing your thing in the deluxe apartment in the sky in the Jamptons. LOL, B-Sans. Thank Whee! you, B-Sans. That was Yeah, thanks a lot, thanks Thank a lot you, man. That's
2: awesome. That one made us, or at least made me feel real good inside when I read it.
1: <laughs> as a kid as a kid growing up in Jamford Stuyvesant, I didn't think anyone would ever think about me like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: and, you what know what As I mean? someone
2: on their period right now, I thought that Advil was the only thing that would relieve the pain that I feel in my body, but, but this- your review has given me life. Has yes, has
0: unlocked Maria's swag for sure. You
2: have unlocked my swag and I'm going to need another tampon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my Jesus. swag
2: is all over the place in this apartment.
1: Thank God for that. Um, I now have a crime scene on my
0: Our head. second new review for this week is from Angela Anzi Davis. Davis. Uh, <laughs> what, is, what kind of weird correction did he do? No, no, now? no. That, that's, that's what it that's says. In, um, her nickname is Angie Davis. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Love these ladies. Five stars. I've been hooked since I heard y'all on the Black Guy Who Tips conference room episode. Women be talking.
2: <laughs> That's what the episode's called.
0: Uh, keep up the great work. Thank you. We'll try to. We're having a lot of fun and we're so glad you're liking yeah. it and listening. And it means a lot that you are doing gracias. so. Yeah. Yes. Muchas gracias. It's been fun. And yeah. I
1: have Don't a, say it is It is
2: fun. It is fun. It is fun, it is fun. It is fun. It is fun in this s- moment right here right now Being right here right now with your with your your beautiful face and hair in the background of this really specific blue behind you that you don't know is there but okay. actually looks <laughs> qu- pretty tight okay, cool <laughs> uh no but you thank you get a now, all right settle I'm, um, I'm trying to set up this- no my
0: skin is really bad don't get a picture um so with
2: your drama My drama Uh. (laughs) Quote with your feelings about yourself Ray on this more about us episode (laughs) Where we fucking talk about our fucking feelings
0: So yeah thank you Um, If you want please um, Send us uh, you know, more five star reviews, it means a lot to us and we want to read them on the show and we want to engage with our listeners and fans and friends. And,
2: and we're and going to prove that right now by reading some uh, some emails that yeah, we got. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also you can review us on Stitcher and on SoundCloud, too. So, you know, if you like to be interesting and like off the beaten path, like you can you can beat our, any of our paths like it doesn't even have to be the iTunes path. Like, you just pick your favorite path and just yep. just beat on it, road, you know. But like in a positive way, the road
1: less traveled makes the world a difference.
2: Yeah. So, um, so let's read some of these reviews. Yep,
0: I got them here.
2: I got them here as well. Do you or want emails. Read? Yeah. The, the sorry, these emails. Uh, so, do you want to do uh, Damien?
0: Sure. Uh, So we have an email from Damien Todd. Hello. Hi, Damien.
2: Hello, Damien.
0: And the subject is, what are guys supposed to think when they're told they're too nice by women? quotation marks. Quotation marks. Hi, guys. Love the show. I'll just cut to the point. I listened to your discussion about nice guys and sweet boys. Shouts out to Rob Hayes and it leads to and it leads to a recurring encounter on my end in that vein basically i'm a relatively young guy when i get turned down by let's say two out of four women those are pretty good odds 50 percent, or one out of two if you will yeah Uh, (laughs) if you
1: broke that fraction down you're right uh, right they
0: use the words you're too nice my question is do you think such a thing is possible and what do you think women mean when they say this keep up the good work thank you will keep up the good work and uh, I guess we can just Try and answer your question Maria What does it mean When a woman Such as yourself Oh man Says to a man He's too nice It
2: means I don't want to fuck you Yeah That's what it that's means That's it and, yeah. and we don't mean this In a hurtful way Because there's lots of Other chicks out there That do want to have sex with yeah. you Yeah But it's not it's the just women the, That you're seeking out Those two out of four Yeah Those other two What are those other two Those other two sound very nice uh, <laughs> they, seem, they seem pretty <laughs> into you Because yeah. that's, that's just a thing That women say Because uh, I, In my opinion I think that it has to do with the fact that in society we're always supposed to be nice and friendly, Mm -hmm. and so we're not allowed to say I don't want to fuck you. Uh, So instead, they're like, I just I have to compliment you in a way that gets you to stop uh, pressing me for sex Mm -hmm. because I don't want to have sex with you for whatever reason. Like you're just not my flavor, right? And uh, you shouldn't feel bad about yourself. That doesn't mean that you unvaluable, Damien, or somebody that. Uh, doesn't like deserve love or <laughs> or like yeah. anything of that regard. It just means that you are probably approaching chicks that uh, that you're not a good blend with for whatever reason. Right, and um, you're not doing it for them, and it's not because there's anything wrong with you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, if so, one like you said, two out of four, fifty percent is really good odds. That's pretty dope. That's man. like really good odds. If your if your life is happening that way, where like one out of every two women you approach doesn't doesn't want you, you're doing great.
2: <laughs> Imagine if it's He's just well, well, no, I've only approached four women in my life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that percentage uh, will boss, shrink man. as people ah, never get in. Oh, shit. Um, but also, the thing that bums me out is that you're taking their disinterest in you as a reason to change who you are. Um, and if you're not in a relationship with somebody with whom you've developed feelings or, like, who knows you well enough to offer you a way to grow – um, you should not be altering who you are just to attract women. So don't ever not be too nice. If it's in your nature to be a nice person, because that is an attractive quality to somebody. And the idea that you could be too nice for somebody means you shouldn't be sharing your niceness with somebody who thinks you're too nice. And also if I could
1: weigh in on it too. No, sorry. Yeah. I'm all all set. Well, way to be nice. Uh, too
0: nice, Jim. Sorry. We don't want you to talk.
1: You don't like me anymore. Uh, And also the other thing too is is like because you know I when I was like younger I had a similar mindset that he did like oh I'm too nice of a guy, but it really is one of those things where like if a girl doesn't value the fact that you're being nice to her
2: if anyone doesn't value the fact
1: but if you're in a if you're in a courting situation what I mean is
2: whether you're the girl or the boy in that situation right okay
1: but if. in this sense, if, if you're pursuing this, this girl and she's not into you because you're being too nice to her, then she doesn't, she's not valuing her set. Like, why is she not, if she doesn't enjoy the fact that you're being nice to her, then she doesn't want that. Mm-hmm. She's, yeah. Don't be in that situation. Mm-hmm. So then she's
0: not gonna get better about that later. You no, know what I mean? She's gonna and, not appreciate it later.
1: And I think over time you kinda I mean, at least for me is that you kinda start to you you start to get that sort of self respect of just like, oh, if this chick doesn't like me, then fuck her. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. who cares? Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of women out there, dude. And we the spend fact, a
2: lot of time, I think, we, trying to make uh when people don't want us about us. And I mean <laughs> this podcast is <laughs> well, called it's about us it is about no, you no but what I mean is what it's but at the end of the day it's never actually about you it's about the person that has decided not to engage with you anymore they're doing things for what they need or don't need or okay. want or don't want alright so and, and the, you're and the, they've you're identified secondary.
0: something in you that they don't want which is fine yeah because you're and not supposed to like everybody right
2: and it doesn't have to speak to that you're doing something incorrectly right. or it that just, you need to change
0: it, it, it's, it's sometimes as simple as incompatible ability or lack of attraction and so don't like try to be something so that you can attract because you aren't attracting um someone good for you you're then attracting someone good for the person you're projecting to be yeah um and that's not functional either
1: and yeah i mean and i'm and it's and i get like i understand where he's coming from because
0: i mean men are taught to be nice to get women Right. Right? And so they perform niceness. I'm not saying Damien's performing niceness disingenuously, but they perform niceness to get women. And then some women can read that or don't are just don't not attracted to the dude performing the niceness for them. And then they're like, Well, I'm supposed to be getting women now so why aren't I getting women and just don't do nice that just because you're to
2: somebody doesn't mean we're gonna throw you pussy like because yeah. that's just not but
0: I mean I don't think that's what his be, question was saying oh no I don't no. think that's what it is either yeah. but I
2: do think that that's like a, a, a underlying a mentality, mentality yeah. yeah within which is what
0: we tried to challenge Rob on yeah and uh I don't know if we were particularly successful in changing uh, his mind I think but, I think, uh he considered I anything.
2: think yeah I think he I think he had about it a couple doors it. opened yeah you know yeah yeah. Uh, but yeah
1: I mean look you just. Just gotta and the other thing too is is that like you I feel like I'm doing a psa right now mm-hmm. but like when you come from a place of disingenuousness people smell that like off the jump so like if you're going to be like oh well I'm a nice guy but I'm going to pretend to be a dick to this girl to get her to like me she's going to well, smell that shit Well like,
2: yeah and neg-, neg-, neg negging versus like It works being on super me nice though. Or, oh no, I wasn't going to say it doesn't work. <laughs> Let's not be crazy. Mm. I
0: fucked him out because I fucked a dude, swear to god. I was sitting at a table with Shalewa, Shalewa from a couple episodes ago, and the dude walked up to her and just ignored me like I wasn't there. Yeah. And then Shalewa was like, do you know my friend Ray? He goes, what up? And then goes right back to talk to Shalewa like, I'm not there. As soon as he walked away from the table. Somebody's read the game. You know what I mean? As soon as he left the table, I was like, yo, Shalewa, I'm going to fuck that dude. (laughs) (laughs) let what and I, I not, like yeah, to not, do. Not, well, again, not to say that it That's worked. No, it it can no, work. It, I was already attracted to him. I think it but, was just—it yeah. was just like that made me want to pursue him more. Like it's I'm a gonna power make move. this motherfucker yeah. notice it's a, me. It's a power but move. He, And I was aware that he noticed me because he would have only done that if he a, hadn't noticed me. Yeah,
2: I call—I call him out for that though. Is what I do to like. To like counter power moves so later they don't think that they got something by me doing that, is I go, Oh, that was a real nice nag. Do you think I'm gonna have <laughs> sex with you? And then they get so mad because they're like, they're like, That's not what I'm doing. And I'm like, yeah. Is it? Mm. Do you wanna go home now? Right. And then they get, because neg- it's like, If you're gonna fuck with me, I'm gonna fuck with you right, right. back. I'm right. gonna nag your nag. Fuck off. I a,
1: yeah. I had a girl. I mean, I'm
2: still gonna have sex with you, but I just want yeah, you to I know that I know what you're doing.
1: I know what you're doing. I had a girl try and nag me. Uh, do you nag, Jim?
0: Is that a thing you do? I don't Uh, feel like that's a particularly gym... I, I think it's a waste of time, but then it worked on me. So then maybe it's not a waste of time. Well,
2: but he also could have come at you without the nag and you still could. I probably would have been fucked interested. Him either, yeah. yeah. So I don't. So the fact that that's not what got him, got him laid. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, if you really think that's what got you laid, like get the fuck out. Right. I
1: don't like I'm not. I don't do. I don't do any sort of nagging shit like that. I just honest, I'm just me. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't it's put really on a pretense
0: playing games. Like, I don't get why people do it. They really like there are people who really like the game.
2: I think it's because they're too scared to be like, look, this is the person that I am. You don't want to lay yourself out. So instead right. they play a game because they know that that's how they like that is a methodology that they have to get to the to the yeah. hole, you know, to, like get, the, to the, like get to Not like the pussy, but I meant get like the basket, see like, what you're doing. like throw it up, you know, for some board. Yeah. Like but that's,
1: it, you know, it's like for me, at least where I'm at now in life is, uh, yeah, there I, it's I don't have time for pretense. Like, I don't have time to do the reindeer mm-hmm. games. I'm just like, look, I'm into you. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Are you with it? And that straightforward shit works. Mm-hmm. There's some. There's some. And that, again, I found my lane. Mm-hmm. I found. The it's very. Uh,
2: it's very sexy when someone that you know that you're attracted to is like, look, I'm like into what you have going on. Like if a dude said that to me, I'd be like, oh, I, would. I
0: can't imagine the last. I can't think of the last time a dude has yeah, been like, I would I like, want you. Yeah,
2: I would like. I would fold in half. Like I would like melt on a street corner.
0: And I think like I would like would would just. Spread. I think I would just giggle. Yeah, like 10 I 10 mean, minutes and I'm not a giggler because I got no, no, giggler, I get so I would many just walls
2: get, up that I'd be like did you just open yourself yeah. up to me ah!
0: I would be so embarrassed and oh, be yeah. like I've got to deal with this now holy shit yeah. so we're not gonna like text each other it's like you're not gonna time down you're out. not <laughs> gonna fuck with <laughs> like, me so for two pro- months yeah, exactly.
1: yeah, we're not be, gonna, yeah we're not gonna do yeah any, uh, uh, no uh, speak
0: of the language uh what happened so Damien like we said if you're doing 50 percent, you're killing it and just
2: Even if you're not doing fifty percent,
0: at like at like one percent. Let's say you're bad at math. Yeah, and and it's not going quite that well. Yes, just um, if a girl says you're too nice, she doesn't want you. You should
2: also take a look at the chicks that you're hitting on and look for patterns in the kind of women that you find yourself hitting on, and you know maybe maybe these like aren't maybe these aren't nice women. And I would also say this like you said you're relatively young, and I obviously I don't know how old that means. Yeah. He says thirty-two. Um, but like maybe uh th- another thing that I've noticed is that I think that women are a lot more open minded to chasing less like dangerous, like bad boys, like men that they like feel attracted to. At least in me that's true. Uh literally in me and in me. Uh, but <laughs> but <laughs> but I would say <laughs> that was the most evil laugh, I love that. Is I think that when women get into their thirties and become more comfortable with themselves, they stop looking for men whose personalities are a nag. Like they find some self-love and they tend to fuck more nice guys. Like I would say that I have become more open to and have a lot of my female friends have become more open to having sex with nice guys as they've gotten older because they value different things in men. Do I think that that's always true or that that encapsulates women? No, because I'm a feminist and I got a lot of feeling. No, but I'm just saying like just just know that like if you what you are going to find women that are that are a good match for you and if they're saying you're too nice just keep it stepping like they're yeah, they're not her. someone that's not someone that's gonna because make you think feel about good.
0: what that means you're too good at being a good person yeah. to be my boyfriend which <laughs> <you> mean, <laughs> that's yeah. nuts which, that's absolutely ridiculous which, which, which then much, yeah. which then speaks
1: to like the self-worth issue of just right. like i don't deserve to i don't yeah. deserve someone to be nice to me mm-hmm. yeah and it's like do you even want that person in your like i've Look, man, you don't want that shit in your life. Yeah,
2: they're seeking some kind of machismo alpha that's also not going to make them happy, but a lot of times they have to get through those dudes to be like, oh, yeah, this isn't enjoyable either. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so let, let that girl just be unhappy and just keep it stopping.
2: All right. Yeah. Let's go to our next email. Do you want me to read it? if you want to oh, okay i definitely want to uh this one we got back in august and we were feeling real bad that it took so long for us to get to it but james baldwin we got you okay uh, uh Chub-y-once.
0: that's chubby on on twitter that's right
2: chubby on yeah. we love chubby on uh new show new set of questions number one hardcore versus il nana
0: hardcore i mean you have to say hardcore you can't just say il nana yeah no you can't. That's like blasphemous. But also I don't think I've ever listened to Ilnana straight through and I have listened to hardcore straight through. Mm.
2: I don't think I've listened to either straight through.
0: Really? Yeah, I
1: don't know if I. I mean, if I I mean, if it comes down to like Foxy or Kim, I'm team Foxy, man.
0: I think I prefer Foxy too, but I think you can't just, I think you can't Foxy, deny I, I, I mean, you can't deny hardcore. Yeah. I, was,
1: I haven't listened to both of those albums in their entirety. Mm, okay. Yeah, but I if you it, ask yeah. me to pick between Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown, I go Foxy Brown.
2: I go Foxy Brown, but I also go Foxy Brown because Lil' Kim has been such a hater lately that I think it has made her really unattractive to me, and I just haven't heard the same of Foxy Brown.
0: Well, Foxy Brown is a fucking nut job. She's also, they're she, both, is, a, but she they're beats both, up like fucking nail ladies. They're both nut jobs. Yeah. Okay. And but Foxy, because most
2: celebrities are nut jobs, but like, there's a lot of but little. But look,
0: Fox- him did not beat up a nail lady. Well, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But like that's yeah. and unforgivable And to Foxy's for me. credit,
1: like she's been crazy from the jump. Like I mean, I got friends who knew her from back in the day. Right. And they're like oh yeah, she's always been crazy. Like, right. She'd be the type to see you have an in-depth conversation with you Monday, Tuesday walk right past you as though you weren't there it's and like, like there was actually okay, a clip on the
0: internet a couple years ago maybe last year where Foxy Brown got this girl to put in a weave that cost thousands of dollars like mm-hmm. the hair itself was really expensive and then doing it cost thousands of dollars and then Foxy Brown like tried to run out of the salon <laughs> and so there's like a vine with a girl like filming Foxy Brown going give me my money Foxy Brown give me my money <laughs> so so as I, love I, woman, I, prefer, I love
2: that a woman that's like an expert in what she does like does this beautiful art of like and, and right but, but just goes give me my, my money. money yeah she's
0: a bird she's a bird uh, but <laughs> I in terms of persona and songs that I like I think there's more Foxy Brown shit that I like but I but I mean I think the cultural impact of Lil' Kim, Lil Kim is much better but if we're oh, going straight sure. by album I think hardcore is better than Il Nona no, no, for sure okay uh, what's fair enough
2: number two Maria how do you feel about Azalea Banks I've already asked Jim and Ray um I think that uh, I think she's uh, talented and um, I think she's still young and I kind of want to see what else she has to offer uh, I think she's confused on some issues but I really I don't know I don't really want to go in on her this episode to talk more about it um, but yeah, I, 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 would generally say she's an artist that I enjoy. And also I just really like that. She's um, also an asshole. Yeah, of course she is. But okay. the, I think that's what we always come to though. Like with all of these celebrities, every celebrity we talk about ends with, and they're an asshole. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, cause they're all assholes. They're yeah. all narcissistic assholes that are staring at pictures of themselves on Instagram all day. Right.
1: I can't wait till I get there. <laughs> yeah.
2: Cause it was like the other she's day. She's very talented. Like the
0: other day I was like an interesting I saw there was a picture of Rihanna fucking in an amazing outfit at um, like Milan Fashion Week. Um, i about to look that She up. looked amazing. It's like this pink overcoat cape.
2: Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. But then there's one photo of her taking a selfie. And then I was like, Rihanna doesn't need to take a selfie. There are so many cameras around. And then I was like, oh, but you don't get to be Rihanna without being the type of bitch who would take a selfie, even yeah. if there are tons of cameras yeah, it's around. Rihanna, you know? Man. So um, should we talk about? I have questions
2: about pronunciation. Because it's Rihanna. Because yeah. but when she says her name, and I've heard it, she says Rihanna.
0: Because she's a Bayesian accent.
2: Yeah, but if she says it like that.
0: I've heard her say Rihanna.
2: I heard like I specifically like. I've heard Rihanna, so that's why I always say it like that. Cause I'm like, well, if she calls herself that, then I'll call I've, her what she I've says. heard
0: her say Rihanna, but it, I could be wrong.
2: I don't think it's a wrong thing. I think it's more interesting that she probably is pronouncing it both ways. She yeah.
1: told me to call her Rihanna. So <laughs> that's You're what fucking? I have to do. Mm-hmm, yeah. Got it. And I'm, I'm respecting her wishes, and that's what I will call her. Yeah. Okay. So there's
0: that. next question Does Peter Rosenberg get on your nerves? He gets on mine. He also gets on mine
1: um does peter rosenberg oh that's an interesting question um no i mean i don't give him enough headspace in my head to be like oh fuck this guy but i guess i have to answer the question like Mm -hmm. that's not fair um no
0: i just think he's just a
1: white dude who just knows hip like he knows but that's like what this
0: that's what gets on my nerves he's a white dude in a black and latino cultural space and then he acts as a gatekeeper like how dare you white man say Nicki minaj is not hip-hop
2: did he mm. say that yeah i don't even fucking know this dude fuck that guy okay he's the, he's the host of hot 97 right, right.
0: And, and she's the reason that young money got pulled out of a summer jam a couple years ago because he was saying Nicki minaj is too pop and she's not hip-hop anymore and no she's not too pop she's a black woman who understands that her options are limited in one genre and so she tried to be a crossover artist so that she could get back to doing but the work she does
2: interested in being a singer and right. a hip-hop artist she's both of those things and just, so just like for drake you to be, is so just like for, kanye right and
0: so for you to be this white man of little import on the radio and decide mm-hmm. that this black woman isn't hip-hop enough for you you could eat a motherfucking dick yes you right. know what i'm saying. I think while well, you're at it, get the your only, protein.
1: The only two points where, like, I guess the two red flags I have for him would be one: he says, uh, "I don't like how he says cipher." He doesn't cipher. Yeah, he says cipher, and I don't, like that. <laughs> that um, E-R! I don't
0: like that. That ER, I don't like that ER. We're sensitive. He, he drops the
1: ER in there, and I don't like it. Mm. It should just be cipher. just yeah. Says, like, um one two um and i the issue was resolved but it still kind of hits uh, since the point. last time
2: you guys got in a fight <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
1: we worked through it uh but i think <laughs> what uh what kind of just rubs me the wrong the one and it's the one way yeah that rubs me the wrong way. but um him and chuck d went at it and he uh he tried to call chuck d out on some shit and i
0: was well like, chuck d does need to be called out on some shit
1: but what it kind of goes back to your point of chuck d still was one of the pioneers of Mm hip-hop and really was flying in the face of uh of convention and did fight the good and still fights the good fight yeah but
0: then when he says that those women are lying about bill Cosby, i don't give a fuck what i don't give a fuck what you did
1: but what i'm what i'm saying is is when he i mean again like i I'm not gonna and he's also that.
0: the type of nigga who's like fatherless daughters is why you have whores. Like he's one of those fake deep ho tap niggas. So I don't really fuck with Chuck D. You
1: don't fuck with Chuck. Well, mm-hmm.
0: I. So, but I get okay. Sorry, you I keep both, interrupting. But he's you. a good example.
2: I will say, which Bill Cosby is example of this that he has both contributed very positive and very negative things mm-hmm. to the world. I could, I think, I would say that Chuck D also espouses that.
1: Um, you don't have to yeah. hate
2: all of his music just because you hate like the the way that he feels or thinks
0: about things
1: I just I think just in in the in the context of Peter Rosenberg mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: trying to what call, did he
0: try to call him out on
1: what was it it was because what he tried Chuck, to call
0: him out on will yeah, shape how I feel about it
1: it was basically like Chuck D really went after the radio, like saying, OK, the radio is there's payola. There's people who are. oh Yeah,
0: that's true.
1: That are, you know, that are gatekeepers that mm. are keeping out. I.E. Peter Re- Roman- Rosenberg. Right, exactly. That are keeping out this good music, et cetera, et cetera. And Chuck really, you know, again, went headlong into the system to which Peter fired back with. Well, yeah,
0: because if Chuck D gets heard, Peter Rosenberg don't got a job no exa- more. That was self-interested. That wasn't honest.
1: So I just that, but then, it, but then it kind of spiraled into like for me at least, it's just like, yo, man, I'm not gonna if I gotta if i if I'm gonna have somebody weigh in on hip hop and I have to pick between Peter mm-hmm. Rosenberg and Chuck D. Mm-hmm public enemy chuck d yeah you do the right thing i yeah. gotta go with the i gotta go with the guy who was on the front lines I not would, somebody who reaped yeah. the benefits of him I,
2: mean, I would generally call line. radio dj host "fuckboys" boys just as a category
0: so. <laughs> well so this is the thing that reminded me that what you said reminded me of a situation where um when amber rose and wiz khalifa started to separate he went on the radio and gave amber rose's side of the story because amber rose's best friends were his wife and I was like, you cornball nigger. Like, you are a hip-hop gatekeeper. You sitting here saying Nicki Minaj is too pop for summer jam. And then you out here repeating gossip from a bitch who don't do music.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. You cornball. He's so corny. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Doing a favor for your friend to get out in front of the tablet. Get out of here. You corny. Anyway, so... Um, Next question's for me. Uh, he
2: Just just for the record, he uh, said, Peter Rosenberg said, no one elected you president of hip-hop to Chuck D. And, and then they just, were like, yes, he, he did. Yes, he, we oh, did. Oh, yeah, he, had, he apologized to him later on air. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, yeah
1: then, I mean, and then he kind of backed off of it. So I'm like, all right, whatever, man. Again, he's not like...
2: Everyone I, sucks in that for me. Oh
0: So, um... Asks, Ray, when my sister and I were visiting New York City, we went to Harlem. The African hair braiders harassed my sister and other women about braiding their hair. You ready, miss? You ready, miss? My sister was one of two women I saw go off on this hair braider who followed us down the street to ask us a third fucking time. Jesus. Wow. Does this only happen in Harlem? Do you experience this? If so, how do you deal?
2: What about me? No, I'm
0: just kidding.
1: Um, <laughs> it. Oh, it's about you, ain't it there? Yeah.
0: Uh,
2: so- it is. Have you seen this podcast title? <laughs> <That> you-
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked I
0: haven't uh, been harassed like that in harlem recently i guess i don't really go to the east side i'm always on the west side when i'm in harlem um uh, i have never gone off on them i've taken insult like i've gone to the the hair salon gotten my hair freshly cut or something like that and then they'll come and ask me if i want my hair braided part of me is like i get it they have to hustle they have to just get you to come into their shop, but if they're following you down the street, that's bullshit. I don't know how to deal. I've never done it. I would just ignore them. That's probably. the cat
2: calling of hair braiding. Yeah, like, Jesus Christ. it's always oh, like you I'm hop messy.
0: out of the train station. It's like ebret, eh, ebreed, eh, oh, <laughs> and it's like God. nah, bitch. Don't yeah. you see my hair is done? They do that.
2: Yeah. Do I look like I need it? Yeah. Fuck you. Don't ask them that. You do they might look tell like you. It, yeah. uh, but th- that's like the same thing. Like when the when the cars drive by that aren't like
0: legit yellow taxis. They're just and they hon-
2: and honk. they honk and you're like. Shut up.
0: Right. It's it's Go really on. you know the dollar vans? They started to get me like really vexed because you'll be standing at the tell bus them, stop. Tell them what a dollar van is. A dollar van is like um on big streets in Brooklyn and Queens um mostly the outer boroughs. They'll have like a they'll have a van that'll charge you two dollars instead of the train fare of two seventy five to go down these or big streets. an actual car yeah.
2: like that you get a private car yeah like, that you can hail and where you pay so, like you know seven bucks for the and minimum so what'll
0: happen is if you go to a bus stop and there's no bus coming. They'll, like, stop right in front of you at the bus stop and start honking at you. And it really is disruptive because it's scary. Like, it'll jump me out of, like, whatever I'm thinking or whatever I'm doing. And I know that they're hustling and they have to. But it's really annoying.
2: Well, and not only that, but I can't think of a less safe scenario for, like, a woman to be in than being like, oh, there's this nondescript van that would like (laughs) me to get in it. Kira, why don't you pay us a dollar and we hopefully won't attack you? Well, I
0: mean, it is a tradition. so like. it's stressful. Me out so, and there usually are people in it already, and because it's something that's been happening, I'm Someone not scared had to get of in it. First, though, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about that. That's never worried me, it's just disruptive yeah. to me. I mean, I'm not scared of it because you know, I grew up around that. You're used so, to it, yeah.
2: yeah. But for me, like, whenever whenever dudes are like, What's the big deal with catcalling? you're like, Even if it, you're not, if you don't understand, like. The issue of being pressed sexually when you're just trying to get from fucking point A to point B. Imagine that the kiosk people at the mall. Can just keep following you yeah. down the whole fucking mall. Right. It is irritating at the least. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my face! I'm not buying a cell phone from right. you. <laughs> I got a cell phone right here. Exactly. I got a cell phone at home waiting for me. Yeah, exactly. He treats me right.
0: <laughs> but but who but does right? Happy by- though? But you yeah. You happy with your phone? I told sure? I told there was this. Yo, dude, excuse
1: me. Yo, excuse me. I could talk to you for a minute.
2: Oh God. There was. It's There's, like excuse me, Miss Yeah. They try to like LL cool J you and
0: you're like, yo, oh, Excuse me,
1: Miss Fancy. What's
0: annoying is like I've started talking back, like, leave me alone, I don't want to talk right now. And yeah. they'll still talk.
1: Oh, wait, that they'll happened still last night. That happened last them. night. You yeah. remember we were walking, it was uh me, you, and Rob and we were walking and you said something about oh, like that dude black that walked dudes, through you or, guys? like you said like well, you know, black dudes, and then this dude just walking by us, just like, let me tell you something about black people. And we are like, yo, who is talking to right. you? Right,
0: nobody's talking to you. I mean, also, the first time I say I don't feel like talking, you That's don't say, it. why not? You just say, mm-hmm. okay, because you uh, interrupted my day. But the I flaw, was running my business. There's
2: two, there's two yeah, but they, but they don't get that. The flaw is number one that you're trying to put logic like <laughs> right. who does like, not live logically. I,
1: I don't want to talk to you. But number but what's two, that have to do with me the, talking really, to you? The,
0: the concept of feeling like I want to put my dick in that so I should go say something. It's uh, crazy to me. I can't fathom society. it. Blame I can't society. fathom it.
2: But not only that, on top of that, it's because you don't have a dick, right? Um, yeah, that's do, your dudes main, I mean, just
0: think everybody wants to know where they want to put their dicks. I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry that I look good to you and that you wanted to do something about it. But, like, I'm fine. Even if you had done something
2: about it, you weren't going to get to do something about it. Right, exactly. But then the other thing is. You especially know how crazy that dude was because I like witnessed the butt end of this because you weren't alone. You weren't a woman alone walking, or even a woman in a group of solely women. You were a woman talking yeah. to two men, so that's how you know that that guy was legitimately. Oh. And that doesn't excuse and his behavior, but I'm just saying that it, that is a mentally unsound person. Right. And, and he walked in the middle of you guys. He walked down the center of your group. He didn't even walk on the side. What a crazy! He did it to me and Shalewa too. He walked between us, but he didn't yell at us because he already got in trouble for yelling. yelled out by you guys and
1: (laughs) and he also had a written marker on his shirt -shirt. t-shirt yeah yeah, yeah. he
0: was a bag. so yeah he was high
1: he didn't have a lot going for him in terms of I don't even remember
0: what I said I said but I remember being like I don't care nobody wants to talk to you nobody's talking to you yeah uh okay so
2: next one is do you believe there's artistry in past hip-hop and do you believe there's artistry in current hip-hop yes and yes
0: yes and yes Yes yes. just because Um, it's different doesn't mean it's less art yeah, and I hate that argument that That's a lot of people try people to with nostalgia. That's just old They don't like something's That's Sorry, yeah. that something's changed. Yeah,
1: I actually saw this. Uh, I saw this meme, and it was actually pretty poignant. But somebody wrote like if you're one of those types that says that there isn't good music anymore that just means you stopped listening to music after high school
0: right like there's yeah. good
1: music that's still going we're on or not
0: even that like there was trash music when you were young too yeah you know what and I you mean you forgot about and it because it all about faded about it away because, exactly and so let me have my trash music now yeah you had trash but,
2: but it's also like the idea that there's only one version of good yeah. and that you have to like all of the, the versions of like what's people quality. like to find it's reasons like that, that they're it. better than you yeah it's like news.
0: and snooze. good that's music what, is one That's of them. what
2: religion is, that's what money is, all that shit. And it's like just like think, the music you like. And that's I think enough. with
1: hip hop, I mean in I think of just music in general is that there's this prevailing idea that I like what I and like you're saying, but it's like I like what I like and if it's something that I like then, you
0: gotta like it too now. Then
1: you, and if you don't like yeah. it, whatever you like you. is terrible. Yeah, 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 Everyone
2: yeah. has to eat the way it's that I eat. It's a tribalistic thing. Everyone has to whatever the way that I whatever. Mm. Like, that's the right way to do it instead of being like, no, that's my way of doing it. And you can go do it your way. I happen to be a vegan. I don't give a fuck if anyone else is a vegan. That's not your shit. That's my shit. Mm.
1: Like I had this, I had this friend of mine, like hip hop wise. He's.
0: But he's you
2: guys should be Coast vegans. Yeah. <laughs> Just you should totally. Do. I
0: hate when people evangelize, <clears throat> Maria. But he, yeah, uh, it's very
2: annoying, isn't it? You <laughs> yeah. should evangelize positivity. That's the only thing that should be evangelized in this world. Well, they think evangelizing is positive. Bro. I know they That's do. The That's why it's evangelism. Yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry.
1: Well, there's this. I had this friend Jim, of mine who's. have you who's accepted
2: Jesus Christ as your personal savior?
1: Okay, he still owes me ten dollars. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I had this friend of mine. He. He's like a hard, like hardcore East Coast hip hop dude. Like mm-hmm. every, like he's a very he,
2: soft core East. <laughs> he's in the, the soft core East
1: hip-hop. East East Coast rap. He likes people But no, not he's like sex. I. He's like a time capsule. He's trapped in 1994, and you know any music past that hip hop wise is not good. Like it's no good for him. Well, if it's in the East Coast slant, then he's with it. But anything outside of that is not so much his his deal. But I like, and, you know, we argue music, which is always moot because it's like, you're going to like what you like. I'm going to like what I like. And right. there's nothing that's ever going to change you from not liking it. Yeah. So, but I said to him, well, he's just like, well, I don't really, you know, I'm not into any of the other stuff. And I was just like, well, what about Outkast? Any like, of
2: the other stuff that's so, like.
1: Or any Ever. other coast, and I was like, "What about Outcast? Like, yeah. they're an amazing rap group well, from technic- the south.
2: Are they? Are, do you consider that not the East Coast because it's the it's, South?
1: Yeah, it's Atlanta. Like, that right. is a very different. No,
0: Atlanta is a very it's specific East coast after like Maryland. I really. do, I
2: do think that's interesting though. Not even within hip hop, but like how people identify like where they're from. Because right. it's like if you're in California, Atlanta is the East Coast. Yeah, but you like, know what I'm
0: saying. But I think also um there's like a even though Maryland was one, there's this relationship to slave states that make them feel Southern in a way that, like, the North, like... Oh, yeah, the, when the I colonies, think about... colonies, you know when what I mean? Think,
2: yeah, when I think about the South, I'm like, oh, racism. Yeah. Like, that's immediately <laughs> Which what comes is unfair, to my mind.
0: because there's racism up here, too. Sure. But I think that there's a culture about being Southern that the slave states had and tried to hold on to that has shaped yeah. everything about their culture since. I mean, I've, I've heard modern-day stories of, like... Black people
2: walking off of the sidewalk to like let white people pass because there's still like
0: sure you know what really tripped me out one time there was an interview you remember when um when Katie Couric interviewed um, Lil Wayne yeah Mm -hmm. and he was so southern to this nice white lady he's he kept calling her miss Miss katie miss katie yeah yeah and i was like you are richer than her you're more culturally impactful in what you do right it was the it was a very shocking thing to watch him but i think he he wouldn't call anybody else miss katie you don't think so not anybody else i think that was a this is a white woman who doesn't know me Let I mean, he's me make very, her feel safe. He's
2: also very fucked up in race relations. Like that's not a, he? a Will Wayne. anything about Oh yeah, it. he like he had this he had this black uh photographer oh, yeah. come up to him, photog and be like, how you be out here like taking these slave photos or just something Oh, also
0: he said that he's only he dates light skinned women, he's so his very kids obsessed. have good hair. Yeah, yeah. He
2: is very he's very obsessed with like uh with um tone yeah like with
0: well if you're dark skin in a place like louisiana where everybody's creole and, everyone, and stuff like that and everyone
2: hates you for yeah i'm
0: sure it would result well and in that's reculation. i mean he's one of
2: the biggest evangelists once again of like the red bone like yeah that's he loves big, rapping he, about he red doesn't, bones. he doesn't like dark-skinned women and he's very open about it yeah. and it's like this sucks but then you know you fucking think about where lil wayne came from mm-hmm. and how he came up he's a fucking teenager. Out the hood, like, who, which is a lot of hip hop, like, and they're honest and say lots of horrific things about women and about, like, race because they haven't been trained by the patriarchy with, you know, all sorts of formal education to be like, well, yeah, you can think that, but don't say, (laughs) you know, where it's like, ah, okay, we totally got off of, I'm sorry, this set of questions, um, say, we're back, uh, You're like, come on, next fucking number five. Uh, Number six is a pop culture feminist faces such as uh, Rihanna, Rihanna, which I will now call her Rihanna, Rihanna, uh, Beyonce, and Nicki Uh, Minaj. He said Re Bey and Nicki. Is there one that exemplifies your definition of feminism? My answer is no.
0: Yeah, I don't think they have to.
2: I don't. I think it's no, and I think that uh, the reason, at least for me, that that's true is there's not one definition of feminism, and that I think that that is too exclusory to say that you have to live up to one definition of it to for it to be feminism.
0: And if there... I mean. You know, mm, I'm excited that they are performing feminism in the way that is comfortable to them. I love that you chose three black women, and they're all existing they're also, very differently, yeah. very feminist, and they're also the doing twine. themselves,
2: which I think is an expression of feminism yeah. at the very base of it, at the very least. Mm-hmm. They're all successful business women who are. Uh, I, it's weird to say this, but I do think it's true. Unapologetically black women. Mm-hmm. You know, none of them are like, well, but you know. I love
0: when Rihanna. She there. She doesn't tweet anymore because she's gotten so famous and she has all these deals with like fashion lines and fucking Vogue and all this stuff she doesn't do anymore. But when Rihanna used to tweet herself, there was one time where she tweeted, I just love saying the word nigga. <laughs> it was like, I love Rihanna. You know what? That you was know, amazing. You want to know
2: why she can't tweet no more? Because she was tweeting some racist shit about Karoochie. And I'm pretty sure that that No, happened. no, no.
0: That happened two years ago. Rihanna, that happened in 2012. Rihanna was still tweeting as recently as last year.
2: Yeah, but what I mean is if you looked, like there's always good articles about like, oh, she she's not on Instagram anymore. And oh, she's not, she hasn't tweeted in like whatever. So mm-hmm. I think she's also, had i think
0: that no somebody cleaned it up somebody was like, some, up. Like, was like social media manager was like you can't that do your yeah, that yeah put that on the internet yeah yeah <laughs> i mean oh. the song lyric was i'm sweeter than a rice cake i mean oh, really god and how you let Yo, ex-girlfriend get on a track well your current girlfriend too yeah. get on a track and shit on your girlfriend like that He's so terrible Chris Brown is a trash ass nigga he is the
2: definition of fuck
0: boy uh, but yeah so that's how we'd answer that he also question. he
2: just looks so terrible now like he was such a good looking teenager I never did it for me oh I thought he was, that whole, ha- like, thought he was a like, that's why teenager. I'm like so
0: confused about my attraction to Trevor Noah because the clean sweet dimpled light skinned boy I don't boy think he looks is similar to Chris Brown though for me no but just that look like the sweet faced, light skinned black dude that everybody loves. I never get it. And yeah. Then all of a sudden. Yeah, you're right. It. Drake next. Drake is not handsome. What are you talking oh, about? He I think the he's ugliest. so handsome. He's he I've seen him in ugliest. person though. He's very handsome. He was not cute when he first started out. And I don't like Drake because of his looks. I like Drake's because of his emotional terrorism that I'm familiar with. (laughs) And I find comfort in. He seems like
2: he hurt (laughs) me. I wonder what he's doing later. Yeah,
0: that's exactly it. Anyway. I think he's
2: so good looking. I always have. Um, Even even on Degrassi, he was
0: ugly on Degrassi. Girl. Okay.
2: Um, We all got our problems. All right. Number seven. Will you all take a moment to acknowledge the privileges you possess? Oof. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'll totally do that. I, don't, I get Oh, go ahead. Yeah.
1: What do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about as a dude. What do you mean? I just fall asleep on the subway all the time at four in the morning. I'm totally fine with that. I love there's you for that no answer, Jim. That's r- great. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but yeah, I, I totally, I mean, I acknowledge that sort of thing. Like, I mean, that's really one of the ones that stand out for me is that like, if I'm out partying or if I'm out at the bar or whatever, and it's, three in the morning I will just get on the train Mm -hmm. and not think twice about Mm -hmm, it like I will I mean if even like looking at apartments for whatever it's worth uh, back when I used to I didn't give a fuck about the neighborhood where I was mm-hmm. because I'm a dude. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but I'm a black dude. So I have the complexion for You're the You're the one who's scary,
0: not yeah. them. I ain't scared of shit. <laughs> yeah. like, it's just the
2: concept to me of seeing Jim and being afraid. like. But there are so women me. who see Jim and are sure, afraid. Sure, I'm sure there are. Petrified. But if they're looking at his eyes, his beautiful eyes, and his, get his lost. fucking long sleeve polo shirt. <laughs> you
1: get lost in me. I get it. I am way <laughs> more
2: analytical of what dudes are wearing than, uh, than the color of their skin. I I will from like in New York. when like, I, see, I see a, if I see teenagers, I'm terrified because they're teenagers. It doesn't matter, they're boys and they're teenagers. I'm like, oh, other side of the street. Mm. I don't care if they're fucking white. They will they will do something horrible.
1: I like if I see a if it's like two in the morning and I see a white woman walking towards me on the street, I will preemptively cross the street just to get it out of the way mm. because it's like let's just I'll do this. Um, I'll clutch my bag in an elevator with <laughs> them too. Um, <laughs> I will get up when I see them coming. But on if the you subway. see a black
0: woman, you'll stay. Is on the same side this who has that joke about like he sees a woman he saw a woman um move her yeah. bag to the other side yeah and oh. then he's like I can still rape you or something like that yeah is that what it is? it's like <laughs> that's not gonna stop him from raping you uh, which I thought was hilarious yeah
1: there's uh there's another thing you, you should worry about do you feel about, that man. you
2: that you treat women differently based on their race in terms of trying to make them feel comfortable yeah I'm not
0: scared of black men on the street
1: um no I mean I like do I if I, no, I don't really care. like, do
0: you feel a different level of sensitivity is my question.
1: Um, like, are you I'm
0: more worried about white women being scared of you than you are of black women or Latino. Yeah. Women or being just anything. Oh, that's yeah. Not white. Basically. Like,
1: yeah, no, there, there or is like that.
2: Asian women. I don't know.
1: Asian women. Yes. Samoan Asian,
2: women. How do you feel about them? Uh, Pacific
1: <laughs> Islander women. Whoa. Watch out. That's a whole nother, uh, uh, ball of wax.
2: What if she's half Malaysian, uh, <laughs> black on the weekend, and <laughs> she's an analyst? <laughs> I am
1: not a census taker, and I can't answer yeah, any no, of those I, questions.
2: What about this? Here's here's a here's maybe a privilege that you might not identify up front, but I think exists for you is you remember how you uh, you reported that that racist cab driver? Right. I think that I think that's a level of privilege that exists because that cab driver, because you're black, just assumes that like,
0: well, <laughs> you don't know your rights, so or that you'll put up with anything yeah, yeah or but whatever. you are
2: a very educated person and I think that's a level of privilege as well
1: privilege that I have yeah Yeah. oh yeah oh yeah look my like and again like and again it's the being the uppity nigga in the situation is that I
2: hate that straight. (laughs) yeah
1: but the fact that you know I did have access to education and I continue to have it does afford me certain rights that people who don't know that they have those rights Mm -hmm. to do so for example if I'm in a cab situation and I'm like well you're not gonna take me guess what happens next I report xyz yeah go what?
2: I understand how the system works, and I will punish you.
1: Yeah, and I will use the system because you don't mm-hmm. think that I know it. So mm-hmm. it's a very sort of, I guess, duplicitous way of describing my privilege in that, yeah, I have this privilege, but I'm using it in the right yeah but
2: that but regardless i think of how you use it it's just acknowledging your
1: yeah acknowledging that i do have i did well i'm I'm still alive but i still have access to education that's a really great question
2: yeah it is a great question um i'll go next because it looks like ray's got (laughs) some going on she's um so I, I have a lot of different kinds of privilege. I was raised in a household uh, with two parents. I think there's some privilege inside of just that alone in what I would describe as a not difficult, like they're not at odds with each other, like they're happy and they want to be married. So uh, so I got to grow up with at least a certain amount of harmony. Um, I never had to worry that I wouldn't get to go to college. I was always, Education was always encouraged in my household and like uh they were like go to college it's important to do well in school value yourself I, I was never felt to be less than because i was a girl in my household with the exception of my mother like having a lot of sexual politics around like uh tv and that it would it'd be slutty to have sex before marriage and it's like girl i know you had sex before marriage so
0: whatever right back at my mother you told you your mom it, did you call
1: your mom girl uh, girl? Yeah, I
0: called a girl. It's so weird how like concerned parents are with their children's genitals. It is just the strangest concept to me. Well, I
2: think with women, it, uh, partially it's because women know what happened to women, and so they're very worried about it. And men don't know how to like how to protect their daughters from the way that they used to treat women. So they're like, "Well, I know what we're about to do to you, so this is bad."
0: Um, but then I, I also my business. Look here. Be healthy. Here's a book. With it,
2: <laughs> here's the here's the you know. And you also don't have kids yet, so you don't know what you're afraid of until you have them, and you have to deal with the issues at hand. But you know, if you anyway. But so so there was that. I think I experience uh, privilege as being um, a white person, but I grew up around a very like white uh, and Korean. Uh, I was gonna say family. Nope, uh, a <laughs> white and a Korean, Korean, Korean uh, culture of people in Seattle most of the time. When I lived in New York, it was like upstate New York, so still a lot of white people. Where did you live upstate? Um, outside of Oneonta. Where? In Delhi. I know where Delhi. Is. Yeah, I man. Mean, Binghamton is. Yeah, yeah. My brother went to Binghamton. Oh, um, so I think that. Uh, so I think that I was not just privileged in being white, so, uh, but I was privileged in just being considered the same as everyone else in a place which is can be a comfortable experience but then also i think being a white woman in new york affords i mean i don't think i know affords tons of privileges and i i know that it. i'm sure it has affected whether or not i've gotten jobs or how i was perceived in interviews you know and i and like how i was taught to speak you know non-regional dialect like and all that shit like i think all of that has tied into the job that i have and you know how much money i make and even being you know approved for an apartment like i i you know I have landlords. It's a, a white husband and white Canadian husband and a and a light skinned black woman. And I do like that I'm paying a black woman like for an apartment in Brooklyn. There seems like something like wonderful and fitting about that, that they get to still own some property here uh, as I'm gentrifying it. But And I also like that my father is from Brooklyn and his whole family and that we have had history in Brooklyn since the 1930s because it makes me feel less shitty about living in Bed-Stuy. But yeah, I have lots of privilege. And I think uh, education more than anything is what helps people rise up out of when they don't have privilege. And I think that that's something that privilege has the most access to. And a rap deal. My rap, rap deal has really not gone through very well at all. I think it's because I don't rap, but mm, I'm not really sure. That's
0: gonna
1: be a stop. Stum- that's a stumbling
0: block. Miss Ray, uh, I'm educated, very well educated actually. So. Better educated than anybody else at this table. No, yeah. Jim has. A, you're working toward a graduate degree, right? Yeah. So I'm an incomplete. Ivy League kid and
2: Well, once he gets his degree, then he will be better than you. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right now... we don't talk. Right uh, now, does. you're
0: still a nose ahead. So, yeah. yeah, I'm... And I'm, like, fortunate enough to be smart and, like, well-spoken enough to articulate my grievances. I'm a light-skinned black woman, which is um, a very different experience from being a dark-skinned black woman, so... In positive and negative ways, though, too. Uh, mostly positive, though. And, uh, I mean, I can't think of anything off the top of my head cause I'm like, I'm still a negress, so <laughs> it sucks over here. Uh, my parents are like relatively middle class, you know, as far as Americans go or black people in America go. So I've never really like worried about food or anything like that, um, growing up. And I know if something went down, my parents would help me. So, um, yeah, like, I mean, that sort of thing, but I'm not, I'm certainly not the most privileged person out there, but. You are. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Life is easy, right? Okay. So so I think
2: that answers that question pretty well. Uh, What do you think of BuzzFeed as a whole? Wow. (sighs) I don't know. Um, I think that it's popular now to hate BuzzFeed. Uh, I think we're all or when I say we are all this unfair, I think that a lot of people that I knew thought it was pretty fun when it first started, that it was like, oh, there, there's these listicles and you know, we can think of like, oh, all these 90s memories that we have of this or blah, blah, blah. I think it's just kind of a take it or leave it. For me, it's like Gawker. It just like depends on what they're writing about. Do I think they play into a bunch of bullshit? Yeah, but what website that everyone BuzzFeed. goes to, are they not playing into a bunch of bullshit?
1: Um, well, let me tell you, I've put together a list of what I think about BuzzFeed. <laughs> so let me read that off for you um i don't know i i i don't i don't fuck with buzzfeed enough for me to really have one way or the other like if i see something that's interesting on it then i'll look at it but like i don't there's no vitriol and i'm not like fuck that shit or i'm not like this is the end all be if it's some cool on there i'll take a look at it
2: they're not a website that I'm worried like when I click on it like oh I don't want to give them another view like they're not on that list for me
0: um so I've tried to write for BuzzFeed but what they wanted to do in terms of their hiring I didn't really like you had to give them a bunch of free content before they decided that you were valuable enough to write for them because they wanted to see that you could write like how they wrote which is bullshit you could just
1: just take your what you well so
0: what they wanted you to do was to write community posts and then depending on how popular those community posts were then they would decide whether or not they wanted to hire you which i think is bullshit i can send in a sample that yeah. looks like the community posts without having to give you free content well and that's, that's also basically
2: saying that you have to go viral yeah and it's like
0: well but that's bullshit why don't you just look at it and tell me yeah, if, yeah. that sample it's, it's makes bu- sense yeah to me. so i didn't like that um also my good friend used to write there but he quit a week ago so i i feel more comfortable trashing it a little bit more when i was trying to submit for buzzfeed i submitted one post and i looked at a bunch of their sample posts that they offer in the job description to like um to like uh look for what they wanted me to write and i was like god damn this shit sucks and it's like (laughs) But I'm looking for different things than what Buzzfeed has to offer, and I wanted the job because I wanted access to what Buzzfeed offers as perks to its empo- employees. I would much rather read Gawker, much rather read The Atlantic, would much rather read Vulture. You know, I like longer form essays, I like that sort of thing. Grantland. So if you're looking at yeah, Grantland, so like if you're looking for Buzzfeed, you're looking for a specific thing, and I won't be mad at you for looking for it. But in terms of what I think is quality editorial content, it's awful. So there's that. Boom answered uh next question what
2: brightens your day Hmm. i'm just gonna give an example of something that brightened my day uh which is i was i was walking under the underpass in williamsburg under the bqe um to the g and uh, I saw these two chicks walking along the curb, so they weren't on actual sidewalk, not that that matters, but there was this dude trailing alongside of them who was clearly saying something, you know, disgusting or rude to them and catcalling them, and I just heard one of the chicks go, No! <laughs> and, and then she got a couple more feet, and he was still going slow like an asshole, and she goes, No! And and I, they got closer, and I was like, "Dude, what just happened?" And I was like, "You sounded like you were telling a dog no, which is a hilarious thing to do no. to a cat caller. You treat me like a cat, I'm gonna treat you Can like, you a, like dog. a dog. No, bad dog.
1: Bad. <laughs> Enough. Yeah. Sit. Yeah. Sit down. No."
2: And so that that really brightened my day because it was an example of someone turning a negative experience into something like oh, hilarious. hilarious. Like that's my favorite thing to do is take something shitty and make it something that like is cathartic that you can laugh about and the three of us did laugh about it like when we were talking about it and it was it was immediately taking something that really sucks and making it not so sucky
0: um, I don't know. I don't think that there are things that brighten my day. Like there isn't that anything. That is not true at all. No, it's absolutely true. Like there isn't a thing that if I'm having a bad day, let me go do this. It'll make me feel better. Oh, it I think doesn't. it's just
2: anything. I don't think it has to be an action that you take. Like if something, happen, something happens, like like for example, last night I made you just laugh real hard when I like yelled that thing uh, at, at Chip before the show. Like yeah, I just something. thought that was funny. It's yeah, not like so a something brightener. that makes you laugh it brightens your day. The brighten your day just means makes the day
0: better or gives you a highlight. I don't know that it made my day better. It I did. Just did. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, I know how your day was. And so
0: nothing, w- you huh? don't have. I said. I, I, and yeah, you know how my day was and yeah. you know what made yeah. it better yeah. and it was you. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> that just made me laugh, right? But it didn't, you know, it didn't brighten my so day. So there's nothing that would like. No, I'm not the kind of person that whose day can be brightened. It's either I'm having a bad day or I'm having a good one and like it just something good might happen but it won't change the feel of the day really. Um, You don't
2: have a a day take a different direction after something happened? Like everything's going good and then something bad happens. I can't really think
0: about, I can't really think of any one thing where like if I was having a bad day already it would shift the day that much. I mean I would have to like get really good news. It wouldn't be like I saw this thing that made me smile. Then I would stop smiling five minutes after when I stop seeing the thing okay yeah uh
1: i think i mean i guess i i I approach the question in like what specific sort of thing like some people like oh my dog makes my you know Mm -hmm. brightens my day (laughs) shit like i don't know i'm just corny shit like that but i think for me uh what brightens my day and it happens it happens a lot in new york is just the absurdity that i see that's what totally that's like that's ridiculous Like, uh, for example, I had a real, uh, I had a pretty shitty day last week. And uh, I was walking on Fulton Street and I just saw a Burger King employee with his hat backwards and two ice cream cones just walking down the street like life was perfect. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> this guy is great. So I get on board for shit like that.
2: That's great. I love
1: that. Yeah. So it's those little it's the absurd things that I find around New York that I'm like, OK, that's kind of funny. I'll, I'll carry that.
0: That's good. Yeah, man. So, that's um, me. Final question. What are you reading currently? Hmm. Jimothy?
1: Uh, I am actually reading uh, Josh Gondelman's book, uh, You Blew It. Oh, that's great. Uh,
2: Josh Gondelman is a hilarious stand-up comic, and he also writes for, is it called
0: Last Week? Last, week, he, tonight. Last, Last week, week Tonight. Last Week Tonight. Uh, John, John Oliver on HBO. Uh, Yeah. And I'm- the nicest person it's so weird he also
2: has a really adorable pug dizzy that he just rescued it's a rescue pug of course he rescued a pug yeah like
1: uh, of course josh of course he did that but uh i'm reading his book right now i got it um uh the late night basement show i do the warm-up for he was on the show and he brought copies of the book Mm -hmm. gave them out to all of us so i've been reading it and it's really funny it's really these like really funny guy it's these social situations that like You've already fucked up, but you don't know that you fucked them up. And he's there to point out that you fucked them oh, up. Oh, I got it. That's so, I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Just really Just funny... rubbing their noses in it. I yeah, love that. It's, and I look at I'm like, yeah, I do that. I did blew it. And in fact, it's funny because there's a part of the book where, and I've said it for years, but it's like, the it's basically the section is like backhanded compliments that you mm-hmm. give people. Yeah. And the one that he, uh, one of the ones that they focused on was uh, you clean up Nice. Which yeah. I think is the most backhanded thing to say because, of course, in my head, I'm like, so I was just washing my hair with a ham sandwich for the last <laughs> yeah. week and a half. Like, how did I manage to clean up nice today? What the fuck was I doing before that? And they get into that. So shout out to you. Uh, Josh, shout out to you <laughs> for being the muckraker. But what's so
0: funny is like. I don't know that he is, but it's like so feasible that he secretly listens. You know what I mean? Like, sure, he's like the most supportive dude ever. We
2: well, it's also feasible that we have lots of secret listeners that would never like oh, cost, I know,
0: the, I the same know people for that a fact that we have people who've said stuff in conversations. I'm like, you know this because you listen to. me. Oh, friends. I'm gonna mm. need to know who those people are oh, as no, soon as we get off in, like, here. Oh no, these people like my real life. Oh, okay, oh. okay. Not that yeah. comedy's not real. But yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying it's um, real big.
2: But you know, uh, there's people that like hate listen to us. Like I hate both those bitches. <laughs> Good, keep
0: listening, baby girl. No, Hi. I considered who hates me secretly, and now I'm thinking about it. There's probably people who hate me because yeah. I have irrational hatreds um, of people in our community. So yeah, yeah I guess I just don't care. Uh, I didn't care until you just said that.
2: <laughs> um, I don't have any names, so I don't care till I have names.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um, so I. I'm gonna find you. <laughs> I, I feel bad saying this because I'm not reading anything because I read a lot. Twitter. I'm I'm reading Twitter
2: right now. Well, like, I mean, like
0: when people ask, what are you reading? I'm not reading a tangible book. I'm always in con. I'm constantly reading like, but I'm reading the news and I'm reading essays and I'm reading stuff that comes to my phone. That's not good enough. Um, (laughs) Right. I like to think I'm a very well read person. Um, Sure You are. Sure you are. Uh, My friend gave me a book that that. I haven't started yet but it's about like the racial tensions um, during the time when the Miami Hurricanes were like running everything in the late 80s and early 90s is like a football team in Miami what it means to be um, a school that's like predominantly white but you're getting football players all from the hood in Miami and they've got a swagger that the good old boys weren't used to and sort of what happened when they broke that cultural barrier. I haven't started it yet. I intend to start it this week. I
2: would fucking read that book. tell me when you're done with it. Yeah. Um. You know. You know what that reminds me of is that reminds me of um when the NBA started regulating what players would wear to games, and then they started wearing fucking hilarious, crazy ass shit. Yeah. Like some fucking on some like herbal shit. Like, oh man, I I loved that. And then there's some great like um, some people taking like outfits that they wore that were already ridiculous. Uh, to, to, like, you know, what, re, you know, respectable outfits of, you know, suits and stuff. Mm-hmm. and then But then, like, they'll put them in, like, wizard outfits and, like, all this really funny-ass <laughs> shit. It's, like, my favorite thing. um Sorry, keep going. You done? Yeah, I'm done. Are you done? I'm done. Do you know what it's called?
0: I don't remember.
2: Google that shit while I look mine up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was all nervous. I was like, oh, I have to be reading something. I need to be relevant. Uh, but I am in the middle of a book, I forgot, which is called – I'm in the middle of a couple of books. I'm in, I'm in the middle of On Writing, which is uh, – Stephen King's book about writing. He wrote a book about writing, and it's real good. That's so meta. I know. Uh, well, and he said, I hate people that write books about this shit, but I'm just going to write this one book, <laughs> which is I'm sure what they all said. Um, but I love one of his quotes that I think is very inspirational about doing any kind of art, which is where he said, um, he said, people come up to me all the time at parties and everything, and they'll be like, oh, you're such, I love your writing. I always wanted to be a writer. And he doesn't let him get away with it. He goes, No. No, you didn't. And they're like, what? What do you mean? Mm. And He's like, you didn't want to be a writer. Because if you wanted to be a writer, write. you would write. Um, which I like a lot. But the, the book that I am more actively the, on writing, I've been like sitting on for a couple months. But the one I'm more actively reading is uh, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, which is the Japanese art of declutter and organizing by Marie Kondo. That book is my shit. I love this book. And it's just about getting physical things out of your life that you're holding on to that you have a lot of emotional ties to that aren't making you happy and you don't need them.
0: Maria's, like, really about self-help.
1: Yeah, she's beginning that.
2: I just feel like you gotta help yourself because no one else is out here worrying about you. Nope.
1: Well, that's true.
0: Uh, Sorry for almost interrupting earlier, but the book... I have in my possession that I haven't read yet. It's called Kane Mutiny: How the Miami Hurricanes Overturned the Football Establishment*, and it's written by Bruce Feldman.
2: All right, well, I'm going to need you to finish that so I can read it. Yeah, thank you.
0: Thanks and then and I'm
2: thanks. also on the latest David Sedaris book. I'm in the middle of, that, middle of that, and I can't remember what that's called. And then the other one is—is is it, is it *Sex at Dawn* or *Sex*? Yeah, Sexodon. Um, I'm two thirds of the way through that. I've been sitting on that one for like a year. Uh, but I'm going to finish that shit. And that one's all about, well, you guys should just look up Se- Sexodon, but it addresses like polyamory and like how, when we used to be tribal, how different like the sexual dynamics were and that monogamy is just kind of this fallacy and how humans are real bad at it because it's not our natural state to try to be monogamous and that's not how we used to be. Uh, blah 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 that book is really interesting we could if everyone read that book I mean we could turn this into a book club which would be very annoying but that book is fucking really interesting because it's so scientific and talks so much about the social aspect of the sciences and why we fuck and who we fuck and like our our compulsion to sleep with multiple people blah blah but um, but I do think that book is really interesting and I agree with it and a lot of people don't agree with it because that's how the world fucking works so and there you go. Well, good share, everyone. Uh, <laughs> no, but Chubby uh James Baldwin. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: We have, yeah. we have one more email, but it's really long. And I do want to give it its just due. And we're already at um, an hour and 15. So we got to cut out. So we're going to read your email, Timothy Hall, a.k.a. People's Critic, on the next More About Us, which will be uh, next week. Next week, yeah. Um, so don't think we forgot you. We're getting to it.
2: Yes. And we, we love you you're so funny thank you so much for emailing us in the first place yeah yeah um and you know just tweeted us and we care for you yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> we care for you
2: okay great um so this has been another episode of more about us on the it's about us podcast with me maria Heinig, our producer yeah name
1: jim search thank you <laughs>
2: <laughs> our producer yeah dj yeah um, little job and then of course uh I'm Ray the venerable Ray
0: venerable no one's ever called me that i'm I certainly not venerable Ralph but thank thought. you shut
2: up nobody asked you <laughs> Bye. bye, bye.